Hello, everyone. Welcome to the May 2009 edition of the Immigration Solutions Podcast. Immigration Solutions' strategic partnering approach with its clients has earned them a reputation that speaks clearly to the necessity in today's global marketplace of delivering sound immigration legal counsel coupled with proactive business insight. This practical, focused approach enables our clients to concentrate on the core competencies of operating their business and produces rewarding and productive win-win results all the way around. They will design a fairly priced immigration program that works for you, whether it's providing immigration consulting, working with you on employer compliance issues, or handling your immigration case filings. Their creative and flexible approach has won them many accolades. To contact them, please email us at info at immigrationsolutions.net. Will we see comprehensive immigration reform anytime soon? Full steam ahead. All signs point toward immigration reform. Music to our ears to hear Obama state on his 100th day in office that he was moving full steam ahead on all fronts on immigration reform. He told Telemundo Reporter that he hopes to convene working groups to start building a framework for how immigration legislation might be shaped. He further stated yesterday that Congress and DHS are aligning their priorities to focus on the root causes of undocumented immigration. Obama stated at his 100-day news conference yesterday. We want to move this process. We can't continue with broken immigration system. It's not good for anybody. It's not good for American workers. It's dangerous for Mexican would-be workers to cross a dangerous border. For more information, please head to immigrationsolution.net and read our May 2009 newsletter. A recession is exactly when we want innovative outsiders. A Wall Street Journal opinion piece points out that an infusion of innovators is even more needed in a recession. Companies founded by immigrants include Yahoo, eBay, and Google. Half of Silicon Valley startups were founded by immigrants, up from 25% a decade ago. Some 40% of our patents in the U.S. are awarded to immigrants. A recent study by the Kauffman Foundation found that immigrants are 50% likelier to start businesses than natives. Immigrant-founded technology firms employ 450,000 workers in the U.S. For more information on this story, please head to immigrationsolution.net and review our May 2009 newsletter. What's new in employer compliance? For those of you who missed our I-9 audio conference, we've uploaded the podcast to our recent news page on our website. Please head to immigrationsolution.net and head to the recent news tab and you will be able to review that podcast. Release of illegal aliens in Washington state signals major shift in worksite enforcement. Immigration Solutions stressed in its I-9 audio conference the shift away from prosecuting the illegal and undocumented and the movement toward a current expectation from the government, including immigration and customs enforcement, that it's the employers who are to police their workforce or face sanctions, monetary penalties. 28 illegal alien workers recently arrested during an ICE worksite enforcement effort at the Yamato Engine Specialist plant in Bellingham, Washington, have just been released and granted work authorization. This event, the most revealing in a recent series of actions, signaling a major shift in policy 
now confirms that the Obama administration has abandoned meaningful immigration enforcement in the workplace. Instead of expanding immigration enforcement at the workplace against all those who have broken the U.S. laws, the administration has indicated it will focus its efforts only against the employers. The Bellingham Illegal Alien Release highlights the administration's decision to affirmatively dismantle worksite enforcement and undermines the rule of law. It also sends a clear message to illegal aliens that there are no penalties for getting caught, possibly even rewards in the form of work authorization. For more on this story, head to ImmigrationSolution.net and review our May 2009 newsletter. New Jersey firm pays $500,000 in back wages. The U.S. Department of Labor reports a New Jersey-based information technology company has agreed to pay more than half a million dollars in back wages to workers it hired under a temporary visa program that allows companies to hire foreign-born professionals. The department's wage and hour division says TNEC-based Cognizant Technology Solutions has agreed to pay money to 67 computer professionals hired on H-1B visas. The department says the company didn't pay proper wages or offer them equal benefits and failed to maintain required records. Department officials says the company immediately responded to correct the violations and promised future compliance. For more information on this story, please head to ImmigrationSolution.net and review our May 2009 newsletter. Federal funds poised to support nursing education. It's been several weeks since President Obama signed the American Recovery and Reinvestment Act into law. and Now the nursing community eagerly awaits this coveted funding to be put into action. More information on this story, head to ImmigrationSolution.net. Charges are dropped against Sentoso nurses. The Sentoso 10 were given a clean bill of health and found new employment in nursing homes and in a hospital after their criminal charges of conspiracy and patient endangerment were dropped, according to the lawyer James Drucker. The 10 nurses hired while still in the Philippines to work in the U.S. nursing homes managed by Sentoso Care found working and living conditions different from what they had been promised, according to the January 13th decision by the New York State Supreme Court's Appellate Division. Their attorney at the time, Felix Moulin, advised them that under the circumstances, they could legally resign. After the 10 nurses' joint resignation, they and Moulin were prosecuted. In January, the court determined that, contrary to Santoso Care's accusations, the nurses didn't leave their post in mid-shift or abandon their patients, who included children as well as adults. For more information on this story, please head to ImmigrationSolution.net and review our May 2009 newsletter. Document Requirements for International Travel Currently, all persons traveling by air outside of the United States are required to present a passport or other valid travel document to enter or re-enter the United States, and all U.S. citizens traveling by land or sea must show proof of identity and proof of U.S. citizenship when entering the United States from Canada, Mexico, Bermuda, and the countries of the Caribbean. Acceptable documents include U.S. passport book, U.S. passport card, or other documents approved by the Department of Homeland Security. U.S. citizens who do not have a single document verifying identity and citizenship must present both an identification and citizenship citizenship document, for example, a driver's license and a copy of a birth certificate or naturalization certificate. The Western Hemisphere Travel Initiative, WHTI, a result of the Intelligence Reform and Terrorism Prevention Act 2004, requires all travelers to present a passport or other document that denotes identity and citizenship when entering the U.S. The goal of the initiative is to strengthen 
the U.S. border security while facilitating entry for U.S. citizens and legitimate foreign visitors by providing standardized documentation that enables the Department of Homeland Security to quickly and reliably identify a traveler. On June 1, 2009, the U.S. government will implement the full requirements of land and sea phase of WHTI. The revised rules require U.S. citizens entering the United States at sea or land ports of entry to have a passport, passport card, or other travel documents approved by the Department of Homeland Security. U.S. citizen children under the age of 16 will be able to present the original or copy of their birth certificate or other proof of U.S. citizenship, such as naturalization certificate or a citizenship card. For more information on this story, please head to ImmigrationSolution.net and review our 2009 May newsletter. In closing, we'd like to take the opportunity to say thank you to those of you who listen to our monthly podcast. We're here because of you, so let this be your forum too. What would you like to know more about that would make the immigration issues you face on a daily basis easier? We would love to hear from you. Please email us at info at immigrationsolution.net or head to our website, www.immigrationsolution.net, and head to the Contact Us page. And please feel free to email us with any of your questions, your issues, or if you just want to talk to us, we are always more than happy to comply. Again, thank you, and we will see you next month.